Welcome to the Thirst World Problems Podcast, where we talk about drinks, current events, music, and more. Now, here's your host, Nick Dugall, and his panel of experts, B, Bell, and the infamous Doc. This is Bell coming this at you for behind the you. Holy, these guys. So, okay. so last week, we had a little bit of a survey on who should be hosting the pod, and we still haven't figured it out because Bell's sitting in the host seat, but Nick over here is pretty much shaking I feel because like he I wants to be eye. over there. I feel like I have a black eye coming. It's forming. I can feel it right in my right eye. I thought you said you thought you were a black guy. That too. I, I always think like that. But we had a survey a few days ago. Who should be the host? And survey says everyone likes Bell. Now... I feel like I feel like this is conspiracy. Fake polls, fake voting happened. Lots of bots and well paid <laughs> bots for it, just to make me lose my spot. And what I'm going to do now is I'm going to make a list. I know everyone who voted for you. I saw that list, and I'm putting them all on the list. So everyone who watches this podcast or listens to it, I know who you are. You've took names. I took names, yeah. Even my own family members went against me. So, that being said, welcome back as a host. And well, let's get to that even. Like, when we're talking about hosts, so the three of us are sitting down here with a co-host title. Does it really matter who starts off a segment? Sometimes B will run with a segment. I'll run with a segment, yeah, especially those murder segments I like to do. It does for me because I'm an alpha male. Honestly, it didn't until you brought it up last week. <laughs> I brought it up. Yeah. Okay, all right. The sure. people, give the people sure. what they want, and the people want Bell as the host. I think the people want good topics. That's all the people want. That's all they need. Topics that they can, you know, talk about later on throughout the week with their friends or their ex-friends, right? And I think it doesn't matter where those topics come from. But, yeah, if the people are saying they want to host this little, you know, long in the tooth, then that's, that's what hair, we'll do, man. Some experience around here. Speaking of the list, any chance the infamous Doc was on there? Doc's for sure number one on the list. For a guy who's just MIA for the, these past months. And you know he's somewhere crunching on chips or scarfing a hot dog. Eating chips, eating a hot dog, you know, stuff like that. Just uh, only wants to talk to you when he, when he feels like he wants to talk to you. When he needs something. When he needs something. <laughs> So Doc is, Doc is officially number one on the list right now. Bell, I think you might have to write these uh, this list down, and uh, you know maybe end of the show we'll tally them down. But Doc is number one on that list. Number one, the Doc. Number one on the list. Doc, thank you for your support. Christmas cards in the mail. What'd you do for him? Like, why why is he supporting you so hard? Because <laughs> I know where the secrets lie, buddy. I know where the bodies are buried. Quite literally, in some of those situations. Fair enough. But we do. But we love you, Doc. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, love you, Doc. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta cut that part right there. That part's gotta get cut right there. Revealed a little too much. I just snitch each other. Wow. Fucking puts it up on there. B, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. I got a drink in front of me. Okay, well, uh, as always, and uh, ready to go. Ready to go. Bell, how are you doing? 
Uh, not too bad, man. It's been a long week, a little tired, but we got some nice topics to hop into. So, yeah, I'm excited to, you know, get to see you guys and uh, have a drink with you. Let's, uh, yeah, look at the excitement in your face. Let's get into topic number one. Hit it. Number one. So you guys heard about uh, Joe Rogan getting some trouble lately about his uh, cure to COVID-19. He's been very vocal about the whole COVID-19 situation and very opinionated about it. And some of his opinions have been seen as pretty controversial. And now that he's contracted COVID-19, some of his treatment methods are coming under fire. So that is what's on the table here. Do your guys' initial thoughts on the way he was treating COVID-19 using, like, you know, the, uh, what is it, ivorectum? Yeah. Are you familiar with uh well, that's uh, that's a horse uh, dewormer that uh, you know is mainly is used mainly used in animals, it's, and it's, it's been approved right, for that. So it has been used in humans for you know some extreme circumstances with a particular strain of a virus. The their governing bodies, the company themselves, and the FDA have said do not use this in humans. Nothing has shown that it has any any potential to help. COVID-19, but some of the other stuff that he was doing, like just like a vitamin C flush, he's been taking the IV and the drip. The issue is, is it's just misinformation again, right? Because Joe Rogan, obviously, is a, you know, probably 10, 20, 30, 40 times over a millionaire, right? So um, he's got one of the most popular podcasts on the internet and he's, uh, he's, he gets the best treatment possible. So like, if you look into the situation, it, I just don't understand why these guys take what they know is completely wrong and tell like working families and you know people's kids and like you know someone's grandma or grandpa or something to take this when like it's it's not for it and and they they swayed in a way where like Joe Rogan when he con- he contracted COVID. He had like four, five, six, seven other drugs, just like Trump did when they took him to that hospital and injected him with just all types of things that that aren't even for, you know, humans. Only the rich of the rich can get it. It just happened to be one of those was a slight use of that drug you were talking about, too. And now everyone thinks that, oh, well, this did it. Well, have we thought about that all the other ones that were approved to use maybe that's what helped like it did for Trump, for example. And it's just like the, the misinformation's crazy, man. Like it's, it's, it's just, it's kind of embarrassing to this at this point, man. Fair enough. Nick, where do you stand on that? So I think one of the big things is misinformation, right? Um, you know, if what we're getting is he's using a horse dewormer. Now there's a reason why this product, again, I'm not, I'm not encouraging people to use this, right? But I'm 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 going to be defending Joe Rogan here. So the this product won a 2015 Nobel Peace Prize. There's a reason why because it helped uh, a lot of people in Africa used it. Um, it helps so many different ways of curing just diseases, and him using it again. I think I think the way people are looking at it is a dewormer, but I think people need to understand that, listen, if it was prescribed by his doctor to try it out and he did it, if you got prescribed by your doctor about something, 
see. Would you would you go against her? Or would you be like, okay, I'll take it. You're you're my doctor. You know me. Well, that's getting into again, like kind of what B was saying with the rich and having access to different things. Because he's he never even necessarily said he got it prescribed from his doctor. He said he got it from his doctor. But at the end of the day, who's going to tell Joe Rogan no for almost anything that he wants to get? Michael Jackson overdosed on what was it like a sleeping meds that he got injected with? every single night to a dangerous alarming amount but by a doctor right so it's a little bit it's a little bit sus when you're like i got it from my doctor well you could get whatever you want and you have access at that point the only thing with uh, with the drug that we're talking about here is the fact that it's slightly different from you're right like it does have its cases and is very specific for what it was for what he was using it for they, the company has come out and said, don't do that themselves, right? So, I mean, that's the only aspect of that. The other part is a lot of the other people that are using it, like just common people, everyday people, are using it. The only way they have access to it is from actually the actual horse product, right? So, he might have had a pure strain of this 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 drug that, uh, you know, has been effective in the past. It's just that when you say that I use this and whatever, and other people are like, okay, well, where can I get that? Then the only place I can get that is if I go out and buy. It's like, almost it's almost just stuff. say whatever you can to get as many people as to listen because right now only half of the U.S. population has two doses of the vaccine, so there's there are so many people, man, that that are just waiting for anything to be said, and and they're behind you, right? Anything that's against whatever is there a, a treatment that's this way or, and I just feel like these guys are saying things like that they can't see that affect people day to day because they're just they're too high up on that high horse they're just they're just too high up you can't reach them and they say things where they benefit greatly but they they just people just don't care man about what happens to someone who takes this i, think, I feel I think like in the in the end it's it's, a, it's all about health right you agree to that 100% so why why are we not looking at the health aspect of individuals as we should? What do you think? What do you think COVID tr- triggers the most out of all types of people? People who are obese, people who have diabetes, right? It makes sense. Now, if you're healthy and you get COVID, yeah, you're gonna. You know, there's a there's a small percentage of people that passed away. That were very healthy. You hear the stories all the time. Oh, this guy was a marathon runner, et cetera, et cetera, right? It happens. That's 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 just part of the life that we deal with. For some reason, the body just shut down. But if you look at the people that don't want vaccines, it's usually due to, you know, I don't know what's in this, the conspiracy, um, what's really behind it. Is, it, is, is the needle really the the you know the argument or is it more of people want to feel suppressed like minorities right people want to feel accepted oh you i know what you guys are going through as well well no you don't right (laughs) so what is it what's really the main what's really the main answer why people are not just taking it now look at a country for example like new zealand they had one they had one uh covid they shut the entire country, even as a small country, shut the entire country down, waited those days, 14 days, seven days. It's over. Move forward. They're living, they're living normal. They are only that's the only country that's literally had their 2020. Everyone else lost <laughs> on 2020, right? So 
I think in the end, it's all about people use people you misuse words and terms a lot. Freedom. This is my freedom. It's my body. It's you know. Oh, now they want these cards because what are they? What else are they going to do next? Put a chip on us? Well, no. There's called a social insurance number, right? As well as there's called a driver's license. Yeah. There's Cell called phone. a passport. Yeah, the government can show up to you. The government knows exactly where you live. You tell them every year how much money you make. They can come to your door you got, at you, any second. You got taxes. You got a passport. They know exactly where you flew, when, why, what's going on. People don't realize those types of things, and I think having one extra thing is such a big deal to them because now they realize, hey, you know what? My thoughts are very similar to a lot of people, so now I'm going to amplify it. Well, similar to almost half, like a third of the population right. in the U.S., so, right? So now, the, or, now or. I, I think the main story is, well, they, they want their life back. Well, fortunately, you're not going to get your life back until you decide what you want to do, right? Now, if, if you don't want to get your shot, cool. Good luck having a job. Good luck. Businesses don't want that health That's risk. That's pretty much what Biden said yesterday. See, like, that was the biggest thing to me that really stood out, like, especially for us here at home, is that when we were, we were fully vaccine passport, like, that's where the direction that we're going into. You can hey, do man, this keep, if... Keep- Keep that information, <laughs> right? Like you can do this if you're vaccinated, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. And there were so many people that I that were against getting vaccinated until all this stuff. Oh, you want to go see the football team? You want to go see the Bombers play? You want to go to the casino? You want to do this? All of a sudden, some of those people shifted over me. Like, okay, well, now I'll go and get vaxxed. So before your argument of like exactly what you said, before your argument about like being followed and everyone tracking you and what are you putting in your body, then all of a sudden you shift it. And you're like, okay, well, if I can do fun stuff, I'll start to do it. So some of those incentives and that, that line really does work, but it makes me question then the people that refuse to do it to begin with and now make that shift. So what was that argument really about to begin with? Well, like I said, I think it, it goes back to... Uh, you know, them wanting to feel like suppressed, right? That's that's the only thing I can think of. No one's ever going to come on and be like, well, you know, I I don't want to do it because this is, it's not proven. Well, there's a lots of things in life that are not proven, right? But in the end, are you willing to suppress this so you can move forward with your life? Or are you going to reject it and hold the world back because you're being selfish? There's lots of things in life where... You just got to not be selfish and go with it. Look at Bell in the podcast. We fucking torch him all the time. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But but I mean like. Not kidding. But you know what I mean though? Like a, it's like they're willing to hold back so hard. But at the same time, you know, these people were, they, they were never, they were never a part of any political, social issues, nothing like that. All of a sudden now. It's affecting them the wrong ways, and they're going to use it against them, against everyone else, and they're not looking at the big picture. What's the big picture? Everyone wants to be safe, so how can we be safe? Everyone gets the shot. Okay, you don't know what's in there? Yeah, and you don't know what's a and these are the same people that fucking smoke, fucking drink. They do all that shit. They know what's in their body. They don't give a fuck, right? So it's like... I think, I think in the end, a lot of people just, you know, they don't, they're not looking at the big picture and it's frustrating. It's frustrating both sides 
it's splitting, it's dividing even more. Oh yeah, it's crazy, man. And you know, it's it's gonna get to a point where it's gonna get to a point where you gotta start dividing things. So buildings might be, hey, this is for the anti-vax, this is for the vax. <laughs> it could be, man. Did you guys watch the uh, the uh, Canadian uh, thing last night? Oh, the uh, English language debates. English language debates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I watched it. What do you guys think of that? It was good, man. It just the problem is like it's these debates aren't debates anymore. Like it, just the just the whole Trump thing. And, but, but what but what did you see out of it? Like what's one thing that stood out for you? Well, I try. I wanted to watch it as a debate, but it just seems like it's just bickering and like talking bickering, over yeah. and 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 I just like I just feel like Trump is the one who kind of brought that on, and now it's not really a debate of the issues. It's just like who can diss each other like the the most or something, right? Like it's just like. Well, personal attacks, like when a race yeah. becomes close, the thing that we know is going to sway the race is once you start doing those personal attacks and you can reveal yeah. a weakness in your opponent or link to another base. The biggest thing for me that stood out for it, and I don't know if like you guys picked up on it so much, is the, the you know, do you, do you guys know what Aaron O'Toole's uh, catchphrase or slogan is for yes. this? It's like... Um Canada back to normal or something stupid. Join our fight. Let's take back Canada. Let's take back Canada. Let's take back Canada. Take uh, take back fuck Canada. Off, fuck off immigrants. Yeah. yeah, take, yeah. Well, let's take take back Canada. Yeah, take back, exactly. take back right? Canada. Take back Canada. Yeah. What does that sound like? Like you said, like you said, that what does that yeah. sound like? So, so the thing about him is that slogan. Yes, that's basically saying we're getting rid of immigrants. Good luck. This guy wants to. This guy wants to. Uh, you know gun laws. This guy literally wants to make a Texas, Canadian Texas. It's crazy. And, you know, the no um, vaccine cards, none of that stuff. So it's like, you really want to go backwards, but the only thing this guy has on the upper hand is people who are, you know, with money, they're going to get tax breaks, right? So, you know, people people don't people don't really care about policies unless, uh, you know, they can they can get a gain or save money on it, right? So... Well, that's what's scary about this election. You know, I really don't know who to vote for. <laughs> I'll be very honest. Well, that's the thing. Things are all over the place. And I mean, that was the other thing that I noticed is during the election. I should have ran. Or sorry. Well, during the debate, I should say. My own party. What would your platform be? Uh, Caribbean burritos for everyone. God save Canada. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, getting back to it, during the election, the biggest problem was, or sorry, the debate, I keep saying election, during the debate, what they kept mentioning was, okay, they had a fact checker on the, like, I don't know if you guys watched, like, our, or kept on your phones, like, over Twitter, I know CBC was doing it, there's a fact checker for everything that the uh, the candidates are saying. So, like, oh, they would say something and, like, oh, well, uh, this kind of is in line with his policy from... 2016. Oh, this is completely different from what he said he would do then, right? So many different things. When you have these debates and when you're in front of the people and you're doing all of this for the election, it should be that just like advertising, you actually have to say something that you actually did or are going to do. Oh, like, have, like have proof of it. Yeah. If your plan is to like, like you said, like free cheeseburgers for everyone is what I'm going to do. Okay. Do you have money in the budget? Like, where is that coming from? So no matter what you're talking about, it should have to be built up where it's like, this is my actual platform. This is what we have an ability to do. 
And then these might be the things that I would like to do. But there's nothing like that. Everything is just gets stated as fact. And if you only watch one of these things, you're like, okay, yeah, I guess that's what they're going to do. Like the gun policy is an interesting one that you brought up with O'Toole because he told his base that like, yeah, we're getting, we're getting rid of this, you know, Trudeau policy guns coming back. Like you said, wild West. And then in a recent, uh, not debate, but appearance, he was saying, well, maybe we'll keep it in line with what uh, Trudeau already has and we just won't add anything to it. So depending on where he's going, obviously, yeah. right? The message is tailored it to is that flip crowd, flop what right? he needs. Is. Well, the, the, the easiest way to break this down for everybody is really NDP, like Jagmeet Singh, is like a socialist, right? He's literally doing what's pleasing the younger generation because he knows that if he gets the younger generation, he can stay there for a while, right? So he's he's pretty much like a socialist. He's focusing on, you know, millennial and Gen Z goals, which is very much, you know, saving, saving people, you know, Aboriginal um, water, for example, stuff like that, pricing, you know, um, tax breaks. He's trying to reduce, you know, phone costs, stuff like that. And that's things that he's doing is very targeting a specific age gender, right, as well. So, so with him... He's, you know, that's his goal. And I think, you know, and and the points show that, you know, it, it is increasing. So what he's doing is it could be on the right path. And then, you know, you've got Trudeau, who's, it's very tough because, you know, he's he was in a tough situation. It's probably the worst time to be a leader past two years, right? And I don't think any leader is really likable. Let's let's put it this way. If you look at any country... Pretty much a split on everything. You That's look at the like, country, you look at the U.S., everyone hated Trump. Obviously, he shit the bed, right? <laughs> Trudeau, people think he shit the bed. I'm not saying... I'm not going to say anything about that. You go to England, he fucking... Everyone hates him, right? You go to... You know, you go to India, you go to all these other countries, you go everywhere, overseas, and nobody likes what's happening. So, they get the wrong end of the stick, Right? But at the same time, now it's like, well, what are you going to do to to fix this? Now, can we believe you that you're going to do it or what is it, right? And I think that's that's the whole liberal situation right now. What are you going to do that you said you were going to do and can we believe you, right? So that's why the mix-up, I feel like the mix-up is obviously conservative, like, fuck off. Like, fuck you, man. Like It's a dead heat right now. Like, <laughs> no, see, that's the thing. You, liberal and conservatives not. are in a dead heat. Yeah, you have, to be, you have to be careful on the liberal conservative now because the odds are the NDP's not going to win. Yeah. But so, I mean, like, so if the NDP doesn't win and liberal votes go to the NDP, then liberal votes don't go to the liberals. So it splits it to a... A third party that's not going to win anyway, and right. it could it could push the blue party ahead, right? So, so I think I think at the end of the day, it's like, well, do you vote for somebody who does not like immigrants? Do you vote for somebody who can somewhat make a difference? Still not proven. Here's the question or I do have you vote for you: for socialists that you know that there's really no, <laughs> no chance, chance, right? So, you got no chance, no chance in hell. You know what that's from, B. AEW. <laughs> One quick question for you guys to wrap this up. Very quick, just gut reactions. So now that Trudeau called for this election during pandemic, does that influence you in any way, shape, or form? 
Not really, man. The, the issue is it goes back to what Nick said. It's very hard to be a leader in this time. So it's just at the end of the day, one thing we really have to realize is these guys can't help everyone, man. They're one, they're in it for themselves, right? Multiple scandals across multiple leaders in the last two years, like unthinkable stuff, right? It's all about donor money. It's all about who can I give tax breaks to that next time will donate a hundred thousand to my campaign that I'll just pocket three hundred thousand that I'll just pocket like. That's really what it's all about, and it's under the guise of helping everyone. And yeah, you'll get certain things passed and stuff, but then actually when things come that actually need to be passed, then it's, oh, well, how are we going to pay for this? How are we going to do this? And it's like, man, we're, we're at a point, like the U.S., for example, they'll never, they're never getting under, they're never balancing the budget, or you know what I mean? That's long gone, right? It's just when things come that have to help the people, it's always how are we going to pay? But when it's got to help corporations or tax cuts that they can lump sum pay you after to fund your campaigns and stuff, it's it's all good to go, right? So it's just, I think personally, I think it's a really kind of a lost cause. Like, I think the issue I think nowadays is everyone's basically like a one issue voter, right? Like, like people will vote for one person based on one issue that they believe they they do there's not really any like proper formulation and that kind of causes issues right like well, that's yeah. why you've been voting uh, conservative for the tax cuts for the last four years eh? well see and that's the <laughs> but that's see that's like actually a funny thing is because a lot of people think man like okay there's tax cuts bro it's not tax cuts for you <laughs> it's not tax cuts for mm. anyone who, who's not making multi-million dollars a year it's for them Right, so don't get it twisted that you're getting a tax cut. Your tax is actually probably going up because they have to make up what they're cutting for them. Right, so it's. And I think, and I think another big issue is they're heavily focusing on the issues that they want to discuss. So, for example, like Jagmeet was talking, they were talking about climate change, and it seems like he was struggling about it because I don't think there's a real answer. Right, a lot of these guys are saying, "Well, you know what, we want to end, uh, you know." emissions and whatnot, right? And and again, it's a great idea, but if you think about it, in Canada, do we really make a big difference when it comes to climate change compared to other countries? Hey man, we all we all gotta do our part. That's the know, whole but, thing with but, it, right? But is that is that a very important issue? Well, that's what I'm getting at. As a country, do we affect this climate change as much as other countries where it should be a main priority? That's my question to you. Yeah, like climate change is an issue you have to tackle, the world has to tackle, right? Like, no, what I'm saying is as as Canadian citizens, is climate change a top priority? Oh, yeah, 100%. So I get what you're saying. You're saying, so for me personally, how high up on the list is, is climate yes. change on the things that going into this election? Right. And you're right. It's probably like midway through my list, but that's probably because I'm a bad person. I mean... Poor people, like but, younger but, people but as what well. What I'm getting at is there's other there's other countries that are a hundred times worse. Let's use India, US, China's bad, right? Um, a lot of them use diesel, a lot of them use all that factories, right? Now that should be the priority there because if you clean those big three yeah. The difference is what happened. I'm, what I'm saying is, we still suffer from it, though. Look at the wildfires and all the smoke that we had. But at the end of the day, we don't. Summer, we, right? At the end of the day, we don't know that 
just because pollution is happening in a certain place, right. it doesn't affect it over there. That's maybe what we don't know. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is let's say let's say our that was our number one priority. And we cleaned it up. There's no vehicles that run gas. Everything's electric. Power plants electric. All right. So we're in the utopia. Do we still would we still have those issues with climate? Because obviously, you know, where we where we're the north, right? So the yeah. south, obviously it's still gonna affect us. Well, that's where I'm getting at. Should that be our main priority, even though we are doing something about it? Should that be our main priority or should it be other things? Well, I think that we should try to hit the targets that that we kind of agreed to that all the major, you know, developed countries should be getting to. So I think it's set based on like, you know, your size and your population. So the problem has been that we haven't even got to the targets that we had set. And what's interesting with a climate one was the fact that, uh, Trudeau was talking about like how good his plan was, but we haven't hit the targets that we were supposed well, to hit yet. Right. Term thing. You're not going to do it short term. Right. So look at the state of Texas has more population than us as a country. How much damage of, do you think they're doing compared to us as a country? True. And I mean, their targets are going to be different from ours, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't make our targets. Right. Like not, it might not be, be the same number, but right. and it, it might also come down to, it's not so much how we're polluting. It's, it's just the fact that Canada is a is a top three leader in terms of not money or military or just in terms of quality of life and and leadership. Like if if we don't do it, like climate change action is fifteen to twenty years late already, right? We haven't even gotten started to what people were saying way way before, right? So like I get what you're saying, Nick. We're only thirty five million people. Right. Maybe should we focus on other things? I definitely agree. Is just the climate change thing is like, we don't know what could happen. Like there could be, people may not be able to live here in, in 50 years, 80 years. So I think that's, it's just so, it's so life changing that it has to be up there. It might not be just based on, oh, we're lower population. I think it might be based on, well, okay, who's the top three places to live in the world? The US, Canada, I don't know, pick, pick another one. So if we don't make a move and be harsh on it now, these other countries have no incentive. They're already, there's but you, already but a, Do you think they're going to have an incentive if we were doing it? Do you think we're an influencer? I, 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 I don't see it that well, way. Well, as long as the U.S. is with us, we're an, we're an influencer. But the U.S. Right? isn't with us, really. The, like the, 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 two leader, the two leaders are, are fighting on different policies. Like, um, uh, what's her name? What was the VP? Oh, Harris, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, yeah. She's, her practices are different from what she was saying when she was running. So her and Biden are bumping heads, right? And Well, they want it. They want to do it. The problem is, is like, so they have the White House, they have Congress, and they have the Senate. So theoretically, they can pass whatever they want. But the issue is, is they they make a bill, it passes, and then the Senate once it goes to the Senate, that approves it and puts it into law. There's 50 Republicans, 50 Democrats. But when it gets right to the end and they're about to vote, the people that are on Biden's team out of nowhere, they'll just be like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't do this yet. And the whole reason is, is because lobbying money behind the scenes is like, hey, don't 
don't do this. Like, we'll donate to your campaign, like, next year. And boom, it's over. So it's just, like, they, they can't get anything passed because, like, money is, like, dark money is just paying these guys off, man. It's, like, it's... It's crazy. That's where I get back to what yeah. I was saying to start this whole thing, man. You just can't trust politicians. And it's crazy that we have a platform to promote what they're saying and their ideas. And we show all these like smearing ads on TV, but nothing has to be legit. Why can't we just say, yo, you can only talk the truth on these major medias that go out to people about the election. Something so important as picking the leaders Abel, of our country. The thing is, that doesn't work. Well, 100% because, because they're look also at what, in charge of that shit. Look at what the government's been saying. Is, Please take the vaccine so this pandemic can end. No, man. It doesn't matter. Like, you'll go to the you'll go to the hospital and let the doctor treat you after you don't take it. But you won't take it when the doctor tells you this is what you need before you get to the hospital. So it's like... Oh, that's... It's like, how does that make any sense, right? Like, 100%. I don't... Like, if I go to a store and I go pick up something, right, something new or like a pre-workout or a protein, I'm not going to go look on the ingredients. Oh, what's in this? Let me go research this. No one does that, man, right? So where has this just come out of nowhere that now, like, we do this all the time, right? I've never heard of this with tetanus shots or, you know, shots for the um, chicken pox. or I've never heard this before. That's why right? I can respect the people that say that COVID doesn't exist get sick, go to the hospital, refuse treatment because COVID doesn't exist, and then die in the hospital. They stuck to their guns at least, right? They, they didn't believe in it, and they went down that way, man. Yeah, but don't go to the hospital. Mad respect. Why are you going to the hospital? Even better. They, they didn't think it was COVID, though, that got them sick, right? They went because they thought they had something else. Yeah, but I find that ridiculous, man. So somebody, somebody who's anti-vax gets COVID, and then, oh, I got to go to the hospital. No, don't go. You fucking stay there, man. Stay where you are and fucking take it. Yeah, I, I agree with that, too. If you want to, you know, die from a disease you don't believe exists, you also don't go to hospital. But if you do go, then don't get treated for yeah, it's this a deadlock, imaginary man. It's disease. It's a deadlock. Right? Yeah, don't get treated. <laughs> it's like people are in a deadlock because of people that are like, oh, well, it's freedom of choice. And yeah, I know it. I know it's a freedom of choice. But you know what's also freedom of choice is, is employers making rules based on what can keep you employed, right? So if you're going to say that that's a freedom, then this is a freedom on this side. And then also, like, making people get vaccinated, for example, or heavily pushing the vaccine, on the flip side, you saying, oh, yeah, I don't want to take it. It's my freedom. Cool, that that makes sense. But you're also inconvenienced in taking years off of my life for for what I'm waiting to do too. So it's like, you're taking my freedom away. So it's like, and that's where that's why don't we, why don't we just come to a conclusion that this is a one in a 100 year event. It just needs to be handled differently. And that's it, man. Yeah. But, but you got to realize that these, like people, these people, he's going to say, he's going to yeah, dodge chariot again. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, these people, man, like they, <laughs> the issue is, the issue just goes beyond what the main topic is. That's very true. I, do you, do you guys it's, think it's it's a go ahead? Do you guys think like a lot of this? So for just for context, before I ask this, like seventy five percent of Americans don't have uh, eleven hundred dollars in a savings account for an emergency. So I know that's a crazy stat. Yeah. That's a true stat. So do you just, guys just to wind up on you? Look at businesses. They a lot of businesses live off paycheck to paycheck. If you want to look at it this way, right? I was literally just driving down uh, Pamina. 
And I was like, man, like, there's some few spots that I like going to. Every one of them that I liked, gone, gone, gone. And, you know, government can try to get them out. But at the same time, if you're not being wise with, especially in the restaurant industry, it's it's a tough business, right? Yeah, but, the margins so, are so cut. Also, also, for example, like the top two billionaires in the U.S. have as much money combined as the bottom 95%. So that's two people hold more wealth than 300 million people, man. So the reason I mentioned that, that wealth inequality is like, do you guys think a lot of this like fight back and push is like rooted in kind of that, like the federal minimum wage in the U S is fucking $7, man. So like $7, it hasn't changed since like, like the early 2000s. So do you guys think like a lot of this comes back and circles back to just like government mistrust and just helping really the top, top people? Because when you help the top, they in essence, like I said, with the donations help you. So there's no, there's no incentive to help the regular person, right? So yeah, like, but, but B, you got to realize people that were getting those checks, right? $2,000, $3,000, a lot of these people were spending it on stupid things because it was money that they never got. So is it really a wise decision to just spread it out that way? Because you look at what's happening, people, what, what do normally people buy when you get lots of money? Clothes, right? Why are you buying a t-shirt that's... Rims if you're B. Why are you buying, why are you buying t-shirts and hats that are like five, six hundred dollars when... You you don't even make that money. Like the whole money is for you to support, right? And again, people didn't take this serious. Like obviously they took it serious, but I mean like they didn't look at the serious aspect of, okay, when am I actually going back to work? <laughs> for me, for example, I, I'm blessed that I, you know, didn't have to worry about stuff like that. But I mean, there's lots of people that didn't work for a year. And they were okay with it. Oh, you know, I'm getting these checks. from. The, well, what if they didn't want to give you those checks? What were you going to do? Are you going to be yeah. smart about it? Obviously, you're getting taxed back. And again, we're talking about Canada, right? In other places, we didn't blowing, have that. But even if you look at the U.S., man, there's guys, apparently they, they got these checks that were saving up and blowing it on cars and shit. Like, what are you going to do with a car, man? Like, Yeah. Well, that, well, but that's why I'm saying that, Nick, also is, is like, do you think, the years, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of this, like, ridiculous wealth inequality. Like, sure. do you think do you think that's when people get this lump sum money, they, they can't think any better? Because for so many years, it's just, you know, pick it off the ground, right? You're scraping on the mud for your next, you can't do anything, right? So it's well, like, B, the thing is, like, when you get it, you can't expect those people to think any different. Yeah, That's what I'm getting at. Say thing, right? Athletes going broke, right? Yeah. Like when exactly. they get that big check. Well, the thing, the thing is, when you do get that money, let's use athletes, for example, when an athlete makes that first mill, what do you, what's the first thing they're going to do? Give money. Fancy house, the car, right? Well, they're going to give money. They're going to give money to their parents. They're probably buy them a house. Good investment still, right? Buy them a house, buy them cars, jewelry, clothes, right? Probably give it to some people that they know, give back, right? A lot of these athletes uh, have people people on their street that gave them support, like gave them shoes and stuff, so they're giving that back. Think about how much money you're giving back. In the end, what's going to happen, right? You end up with a bigger crowd. It's just... 
I think in the I think I think the big issue is a lot of people realize they look short term rather than long term, right? And that goes back to you know buying clothes, buying all these things that they would never normally get. And these guys need to realize, well, if I earn this money that I got, would I be spending that? Or am I just spending it because they just gave it to me? And people don't look at it like that, right? And businesses, small businesses don't do that. So it's like to them, hey, I need to get all these employees. And, you know, so I don't have to work. That's the whole point. A lot of these owners, that's what they want to do, right? But in the end, when you're in a situation like that, you got to get rid of these guys. So these guys are probably like, well, these guys, fuck you, man. You got rid of me. Now what are you going to do? Costs, your cost, everything is going downhill. You're living, you're literally living paycheck to paycheck. And it's a sad world, man. And, and that's why I feel like there's a big rift from people who are wealthy to people who are smart that save to people who are just willing to blow on shit that nobody gives a fuck about. Who really gives a shit that you got... That you're that you're walking fucking air mags, man. Fucking sixteen hundred dollar shoes, dude. Do you think I give a shit, man? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the thing that sucks is the one that's that's all we see, that's man. The, that's, that's the problem, makes, right? But that's what makes them happy, right? Those material things were born to have material things, right? Materialistic things, and to them that makes you happy. Like for me, if I bought if I bought like a fucking two hundred dollar shirt. I'd be fucking crying. I'd be upset with myself. <laughs> and look what about at that, a $50 watch? I'll be happy, man. But you know what I mean? Though? It's like, but I mean, like, what I'm getting at is if you look at the people who are wealthy, what's one thing that they never, you see them in person. Look at Jay-Z. What's one thing that he's, look at Kanye these days. <laughs> yeah, but whatever Kanye is wearing is probably expensive, even though it looks like rags. Like True, you. but I mean, let's, 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 you know, let's use, I, I was joking about Kanye, but let's use Jay-Z, for example. Him, in the beginning, when he first started, chains, everything, flexing, whips, all that jazz, right? Planes. Now look at him. Doesn't even show like he looks wealthy. He's got long hair. So do you think he developed, he, so if he, it's, if it went from baggy to, you know, chains and all this, right, to now more of a sophisticated look, could Blue you Yankee say, fitted with a button could, up. Could you say that the reason he got to that is because of time? So what if other people have just been on $7 an hour for 30 years and they get a $1,200 stimulus check? They're not, they don't get afforded the time to make the decision. They have to make this decision in, within 30 seconds because, oh, I need this to look rich because I see it on social media. Well, everything comes down to learned right? behavior, right? Exactly. So that's you what it. you need experience, it's, you need age, it comes to that, and you start to learn these techniques, and then you can make that adjustment. When you get a windfall of money, then it's way harder to understand what you should be doing for your future, and you're still just narrowly focused short-term, like you were saying. So to answer your question, I guess, in a roundabout way of, do you think the mistrust for the government stems from that? Partially. Like, do you think that comes around and people, like 70% men don't have $1,200 for an emergency? That's, that's mind blowing. So do you think that comes all the way around all these years of suffering that that plays a part in not listening to these mandates and these, What's, these doctors? I think the biggest thing about it and the biggest thing, especially if we're, we're going back to to the states with their vaccination rates, you've got poverty, government mistrust from racial issues, 
and just the fact that now, like we were, Nick mentioned earlier, people are starting to understand what it's like to have to give up some of your rights and freedoms in this, and now they're feeling oppressed, and that freedom word is being taken away from them, right? So that's those are the biggest sources of reasons not to be vaccinated right now and then you've get you've got a pocket of like you know well i do i want to know the science behind it but think about all the people that told you well well i don't know what i'm putting in my body and then they just got a shot to go traveling like a i don't know a tetanus or whatever it is hepatitis or whatever those like the guy that you play ball with he doesn't know what the fuck is in any of his other shots like so that's not a legit excuse so it's those three main issues that it comes down to and that's stuff that you are just suffered with over time now, you know right? what sucks is like i'm telling you right now like wealthy people rich people they're all they're all vaccinated like every senator every politician like in the senate and congress like they they have to confirm their status all but one who hasn't mentioned it, they're all vaccinated. Bro, so, even, like, it, it's like a game, man. That's even been even Trump playing. is vaccinated. Yeah. And he went on record to go and say, Do it. Do it. I highly recommend doing it. And people were like booing him because he's the one who's not, I'm not going to say he's the one who started, but he's kind of the guy who's stirred the pot and. It, it got to a point where he he's not even he can't fix it. Now this guy is on fucking he's watching the, he's commentating on the fight tomorrow, man. Oh really? Yeah. He's, 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 That's Anderson hilarious. Silva versus Tito Ortiz. Tito Ortiz Tito, they weighed each other today. Tito Ortiz guess how much he's overweight by? <laughs> Normally when you're fighting, what, what, you know you're like five five pounds is even pretty crazy, you're like, right? You're like five, a pound maximum, or two. You're yeah. like maximum five pounds over. This guy's thirty pounds over. <laughs> this guy just ate a fucking burrito. And just, uh, holy shit! Bottom line, can't trust politicians. Thanks for listening to the Thirst World Problems Podcast. For more exclusive content, follow us on Instagram at Thirst World Pod. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share.